Hi, this is Commissioner David D'Archangelo, and welcome to Career Views, a podcast of the Massachusetts Commission for the Blind. This is Nahara Caraguayo for Career Views, a podcast of the Massachusetts Commission for the Blind, or MCB. And I am happy to be here today with Carrie Davidson and Brianna Guimond, both vocational rehabilitation counselors. And in today's episode, we will be talking about the job search process. Welcome, Carrie and Brianna. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you for being here. So my question for both of you, my first question is, at what point should a a consumer begin the job search process and how should the consumer be prepared for it? I think um, determining when somebody is ready for the job search is really a, happens through conversation to determine if they are ready and willing to work and making sure that they are prepared. And I say prepared in, you know, are they ready, you know, to go out in the community and work and, you know, put that time in, but can they do that? You know, have they made sure that, you know, they have appropriate transportation set up, you know, um, if they have childcare needs or is that in place, do they have the appropriate education and training for the job? Um, and have they, you know, determined what types of jobs they want to look for? Yeah, this is Brianna. I agree a hundred percent with what Carrie is saying as far as being prepared with the things that need to happen before a job search. I think also a good indicator that someone is ready to begin job searching is that they naturally start doing it. Um, I think a lot of times folks um, will start looking at jobs or they'll start observing that there's jobs in the community. They'll start being inquisitive about opportunities that are available to them. And that's usually a good indicator that they're ready because they're thinking about it and they may even be acting on it through even just basic internet searches or reaching out to people they know that hire and different things like that. Great. So now I want to ask you, um, when it comes to employment, how does a consumer determine where to look and what to look for? So this is Brianna. So I would say that, um, you know, usually people have an idea of what it is that they want to do, um, you know, or types of things that they might want to do, types of activities they might want to have be a part of their employment. And then, you know, where and what, I think, you know, a lot of times it's determined by other factors. Transportation is is a huge factor. Um, Or is that job something that's available in someone's geographic area? Um, You know, sometimes we'll get students who want to work in, you know, video game design. Well, that's that's a hard job, and that's really only available in, like, Southern California. So things like that is identifying what what is available here, and then having a consumer look at their interest based on what is available local to them, and then what can they get to, or what could they see themselves doing? Um, Or is it a job that has a lot of technology requirements, but they don't really like technology, then that might not be a good fit for them. So I think that it's a very individualized process, but it takes into account like every factor of what the consumer is doing. Okay, so... That being said, I want to ask you, how does someone prepare for an interview? So there's lots of ways that people can prepare for an interview. Um, some things that we like to you know, tell our consumers is that, you know, if they're going to be interv- 
viewed by somebody, they should do a little bit of background information on the company so that they can have questions to ask. Um, make that will also help to determine whether it's going to be a match for them. You know, do their do their values line up with the company's you know mission? You know, do they do their skills match with what the job duties are going to be? Um, we love to have people practice with mock interviews so that they can be prepared to answer those hard questions that might might come up. Um, we also like to have conversations about dressing appropriately for the position. We always say dress for the position that you, you know, ab above what you want. Um, so dress to impress. And then practicing things like, you know, body language, firm handshakes, you know, making eye contact. Even if, if you're not going to be face to face with somebody, um, you know, pretend like they're there. If you're going to be doing it over a, a Zoom, you know, make sure that your attention is, you know, directly on the individual or where, where the voice is coming from. Um, and that might help articulate your points better too. Um, another thing is, you know, be in a good headspace. you know, get a good night's sleep, eat breakfast, make sure you have plenty of time to get where you're going, um, know where you're going. So that way you're not, you're not running late and you're prepared and you're not frazzled when you're coming into it. I think those are all like the, the number one things that we kind of talk about. And I think a lot of times folks will talk to us about before interviews is about disclosure. So having conversations with a consumer before they go into an interview so that they know how they want to choose to disclose or not disclose their disability or if they, how they want to say that prior to an interview sometimes can help build that confidence. Because I think a lot of times that's like a big anxiety that people have about interviewing. Mm -hmm. Those are all great points for our listeners. Um, so what steps do you take when a consumer is unsuccessful? So I think when a consumer is unsuccessful, are you referring to like unsuccessful in finding employment? Yes. Okay. So I think we really have to have a conversation and take a look at what's happening. You know, is the consumer, are they sending out resumes and getting calls for interviews and going on interviews and just not getting a call back? Or are they not getting any replies at all? And then we can kind of take a look at, you know, maybe does the resume need to be reformatted? Do we need to tailor it and be a little bit more specific to, to a certain industry? Or do we need to do some more practice interviewing? See how somebody is answering questions, maybe when they have a little bit of pressure. Because um, we, you know, that happen, can happen to anybody. You, you could, you know, have practice all you want, but then when you get there, you just um, freeze up and get nervous so we can determine if, if something like that is what's going on. Um, Brianna, anything else you can think of? I think also too reminding folks that, you know, this job search is hard and it's, it's hard for everybody and nobody gets every single job they apply to and, and everybody has had um, unsuccessful moments. So really encouraging folks to keep their spirits up. Um, and not get discouraged because they didn't get the first job they applied to, or maybe they've been working at it for a couple weeks and reminding people that it can sometimes take months to find a good fit. And that that isn't atypical of anybody who's looking for a job. So now all of us, you know, are going through a very, very challenging time due to the pandemic. 
Um, and I want to ask you both, how have things changed in searching for employment in the current pandemic climate? Sure. So this is Brianna. Um, I think that a lot has not changed. Um, you know, I think prior to the pandemic, we were already seeing a lot of job search go online. Um, a lot of employers had already switched over to modules for applications and everything was being coordinated via email. I think one of the biggest changes is the introduction of virtual interviewing, which, um, you know, it, it makes it a little tricky for folks who aren't comfortable with the different platforms such as Zoom and things like that. But for some people where transportation is a concern or they get a lot of social anxiety, it's actually a much um, more comfortable platform. I also think that the you know, the types of employment that are available maybe have shifted a little bit. You know, there's been, I think, an increase in certain industries are offering a lot more, such as um, retail or work from home, like tele, telesales or different industries like that. Anything, um, food service, anything that is considered an essential service is hiring like crazy, whereas some of the other more skilled industries that maybe took a hit have backed off a little bit. Um, but overall, I think the process has really not changed as dramatically as I think we expected. I agree. I, I think that in some ways it's actually benefited our clients because a lot of people, again, you know, have issues with transportation. So now being able to do things remotely from home has increased their availability to work and has also, you know, opened it up to different industries that they wouldn't have, you know, chosen before because it was, you know, an in-person type of position. Um, I do, I think, you know, one area where, you know, I, I've, I've seen some, a little bit of difficulty is the consumers who aren't as technology savvy or might not have all the assistive devices that they need, but that's something that can be worked through with training. So other than that, um, you know, it's just, providing us with a new way of being creative for those consumers. But, but overall, you know, we're still able to find people jobs and work them through the whole process, despite what's going on. That is actually great to know, you know, that not all is bad due to COVID. So um, we already spoke a little bit about when a consumer is unsuccessful so now I actually want to talk about once a consumer is employed, how do you help them stay employed? So I think it's really important to, uh, you know, make sure that the job is a good fit and make sure that the, they have the tools in order to do the job. So this could, you know, include supports, whether it be assistive technology, orientation and mobility training, you know, in the workplace, and also other natural supports, you know, does does the person have a go-to person, you know, where they're working, whether it be virtually or, you know, um, on site that they can, you know, ask questions to and somebody who can assist with, you know, learning new skills and maybe completing tasks if it's something that they're you know, not familiar with doing. Yeah, I agree. I think those are the things we see the most with folks who get employed. 
And just reminding them that, you know, we are always here as a resource. So even if it's been a while and they haven't needed anything for a few months or even a few years, but if something comes up, they'll always have support if they need it. Sometimes it's a good reminder for folks, especially those who are apprehensive about going into the work. Well, thank you, Carrie and Brianna, for all the great advice you provided today. Um, is there anything else you would like to add before we finish? Um, I'd like to jump back to the first question, if I can. Um, you were asking, you know, how should a consumer be prepared? And I think some, as we were going through this, I was thinking of some other items. And I can just, you know, list them. You know, things that are important is, you know, when people are looking for jobs, you know, not only looking for employment, but they also need to be, you know, work on an elevator speech. 20 seconds where you can describe yourself and what you're hoping to do because you never know who you're going to run into. Um, joining different forums or online websites like LinkedIn that help focusing on networking. This can be huge. Um, not only are you networking with your friends, but or other or past or colleagues, but then you're exposed to their whole network. Um, Letting people know you're looking for employment, even if you're at a family gathering or, you know, meeting somebody in the, in the park, it's so important for people to know what you're looking to do. Um, and then updating your resume, making sure that it's professional, that, you know, it's in an, a, an accessible format, depending on, you know, where you're sending it, maybe reorganizing a portfolio or a CV, if that's more appropriate. Um, and just educating yourself on how to, how to market yourself. Cause essentially that's, that's the point of, you know, getting a job is you have to sell yourself. I agree. And I think always prefacing job search with someone who's new to it as this is, this is work and looking for a job is just as much work, sometimes more so than actually having a job. Um, just so that folks are prepared to know that, um, there's going to be expectations that regular things that are going to have to be done in order to be successful. Unfortunately, it, it does take time. It's not always um, a quick process for every person. Well, those are all great points. Um, thank you again for joining us today and have a blessed day. Thank you. Thank you, you too. <laughs>